I prepare a homily, I always look for a, a line that just sort of stays on its own, sort of just stays out there for contemplation. And this week, it was this line. We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. It's rare to hear that phrase. Do you know where we hear it? November 1st, All Saints Day. They're talking about the great saints that have gone before us, those people who are role models for us in faith, models to be imitated uh, and models to be uh, admired. They're the prophets and the saints, the, the martyrs, the holy men and women, the clerics, the religious, the lay faithful, mothers, fathers, grandfathers, intellectuals, simple-minded people, professionals, workers in fields, factory schools, hospital, young and old, you get the picture. The saints of God. These are the saints who in Eucharistic Prayer 3 we say we rely on their constant help while they stand in God's presence. They're the saints in Eucharistic Prayer 2 where we join them and say we join you to become the people who have pleased God throughout all the ages. Their lives are fantastic stories. We know many of them. Some of their stories, they're our patron saints we know well. But these lives and these witnesses, they, they did such great things that, that, that um, show us what God can do for all of us. They showed us how to trust in the promises of God. They showed us the miracles that God works in our midst to save us so that we can believe. The people who give us hope when we're living and moving and having our being in a very confused and time of turmoil and doubt. But even in their great ardor, they teach us even more than just being good witnesses. And they do it so well because they're like us, human. They did such great things. They, they, they offered God great opportunities to, to enhance their faith. I was thinking this week, if we're, if we're talking about those saints, maybe we should reconnect with them. Connect with our favorite saint or our favorite saints. Reread a little bit more about them. Reestablish and find their hope within us. To imitate their trust in God's plan and his mercy. To live out their call to faithfulness. And in the commonality of it all, I think what we'll find is that they never took their eyes off Jesus. That's why it's so nice to have this wonderful crucifix. We look deep into those eyes of Christ and just let our souls speak. Let the Holy Spirit within us just cry out to God all of our troubles and our woes, our joys, our happiness our concerns and our doubts, our fears, our future and our past. You know, I preach this a lot. I probably preached it three times, and, and I noticed in the bulletin today we're going to sing it too, so I'm very happy. Keeping our eyes on Jesus. 
turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Without looking in the eyes of Jesus, without seeing Christ in, in one another, without seeing Christ in our midst, in his word, in his song, in his sacrament, in one another, without him, we, we have no life within us. I am the resurrection. I am the life. I am your resurrection. I am your life. We're like branches cut from the vine. We're like Peter who takes his eyes off Jesus while he's walking on that water and sinks. We can't do it without him. What do we learn when we keep our eyes on Jesus? We learn how to, as the second reading says, we learn how to rid ourselves of every burden, every sin that clings to us because he walks to us, he comes to us, he takes us by the hand and he says, your sins are forgiving because your faith is so great. I know who you are, I know where you've been, follow me. Don't look back. It is when we keep our eyes on Jesus that we learn to run the race that lies before us. And in our lifetime, there are many races that we run. If we focus on Christ in our midst, we not only run the race, but we win. When we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, we find joy and we despise shame. We find joy that that we're able to live and move and breathe and have our being in Christ. And we put our shame behind us because we've been redeemed. By keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author of the letter to the Hebrews tells us that we grow stronger and not weary. That we increase hope without losing heart. That we'll never be disappointed in God. So this week, tonight... Let's reconnect with that great cloud of witnesses. Offer ourselves, our work, our faith, our lives. Let's offer ourselves to a God who knows what is right and what is just for us and who wants to just lavish us with wonderful blessings and gifts. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to help us live out our lives in Christ so that we can inspire others, so that we can perfect our own faith and one day bear witness for a future generation to find us in that great cloud of witnesses.